hello and welcome to the. Th- oh, oh, sorry, sorry. No, it's all right. You can just. Uh, I actually want to keep this in now. This is how we're going to do it. So keep exactly really? That. Yeah, yeah, hundred oh. percent. Doesn't matter, does it? Okay. Uh, it's the third episode of the Drunken Brainwave. Um, thanks for joining us. Uh, Adam doesn't know when we're recording a lot of the time, do you? No, I just noticed we missed something out of the show, which was the prop. Um, but uh, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Well, let's include it on the audio version, which is just the irony of, of including the visual prop in the audio one. Um, uh, we've got a prop here, a um, little Hot Wheels car that Bex found. Um, why have we got that? Um, it was to kind of link to the the creative segment where we talk about the F1. Right campaign that ripped Nike off yeah 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 so, so there you go you know why um <laughs> the the car you can't see you know why it's there this is um, probably the worst intro i think ever. it's a really good intro so yeah we you know um third episode and we're covering off some uh, bad campaigns and um bad campaigns jobs that we've had uh what's going on in the business at the minute it's yeah. a good one it's nice yeah. covid covid bit of covid talk sprinkle of covid in there yeah yeah, um, and we and we end with uh, Beth. Uh, Beth Dunmore ends with a beautiful um, close of the podcast. So um, listen in, sit tight, um, get your pajamas on, um, have a cup of tea. Yeah, uh, subscribe, leave us a review, even if it's bad. We don't care. There's a good chance we don't like you anyway. And subscribe to the YouTube channel, Lee and Adam. That's all we need to search. Um, let's get on with this beautiful episode three of the Drunken Brainwave. Hello and welcome back. Um, You're very quiet then. Yeah, you know what? I've just, I'm, I'm, uh, I was going to do it straight down the barrel and go, hello and welcome to, uh, with a lot <laughs> You know, like, uh, I was going to make it sexy, but then I realised I can't yeah. do anything sexy. So. But then realise you're not sexy. I'm not sexy. <laughs> so this is the not sexy drunken brainwave. Sure Kelly will disagree. Uh, yeah, the only yeah. person in the world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, big shout out to Kelly Cradcox. Um, <laughs> Yeah, welcome back, guys. Uh, as as normal, we are as normal as uh, normal for th- the third episode. We're live on YouTube, on Facebook, and on LinkedIn. Jamie, when are we going live on Instagram? When we can figure out how to do it. <laughs> if anyone knows how to uh, do that, please yeah, let Jamie yeah. know. Uh, let us let us plug um, Streamyard in. Um, yep, yeah, we're we're back for the third episode. Um, I'm. I'm loving the fact we've got such a good setup and we can go live. And, and it's great. I do like to remind people, though, that this is in a live working office. So if you can hear people in the background, yeah. it's actually planned. I wonder if one day we'll get someone like, you know, like if there's an argument or someone kicking off or something. Yeah. It'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like in the background there, you just see it. So like someone really kicks off and they're like, fight. Yeah, yeah. In the background. So what we're going to do then, we'll do, we'll do one, one episode of Drun- Drunken Brainwave. We'll do like a, a Django Unchained and we'll just let two people fight in the office. To the death. Sounds good. Yeah? yeah. Who would you want fighting? Uh, i tell you who I wouldn't fight. Chris Mason. No. Have you seen uh, that video, Chris yeah, Mason? Yeah. Chris Mason used to do MMA. Uh, and he doesn't look like he used to do MMA. 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 Uh, but yeah, he's, uh, he's a brute. I've seen a video of him kicking someone in the head. In, uh, like in an actual fight. Not like, yeah. uh, like uh, um, a professional fight. Yeah. Not just in the street. He's not rogue. <laughs> it's not Green uh, Street. But he was, I was like, oh, wow. Got long legs, isn't he? That kid. Yeah, he's got long legs. Um, we digress. We digress. We're live. Um, today we're talking about um, brands, really, and campaigns and stuff. But as normal, what I really want is just some comments, some love. Um, we want questions. I reckon we're going to, I feel like we might dial someone in today. 
I think that's Ooh, what I want to try and do. Have we got the facilities and capabilities to do that? Oh, I thought you meant just start, you don't just mean on the phone then? Well, yeah, not on the phone, oh, I suppose. I, I mean, like I, could, I could just dial someone in and just be like that. Would that work? If we did that? Oh, yeah, well, maybe we'll do that then. Um, I still want a bit of Sam Fowler action, particularly with brands and stuff. Right, Sam, if you're watching, we're going to ring you today. You've got his number, haven't you, Jamie? I haven't got his number. I thought he sent it in last time. No, Sam, number. message someone up. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what, put your phone number in the comments, Sam. Uh, no, uh, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we're going to dial Sam Fowler in later. As long as he gives us his number, we're dialing him in. Um, uh, but yeah, give us, your, give us your questions, put your comments in, guys. Um, we'll obviously be jumping to Jamie, producer Jamie at some point. Hello. Hello there. Hello. Uh, for, some, for some questions as, as normal. Um, uh, how you been? What you... This is to you, Adam. Oh, yes. No. You all right? Yes, I'm very well. A uh, bit scatty, very, very busy. Lots of things going on, uh, feeling the pressure. Overall, I'm very well, thank you. I feel pressure at the minute. We've just been having a big meeting about exactly that, haven't we? Like, um, we feel like the, the business is going through so much change at the minute because of the, like, the growth, but then people starting as well, and then us sort of operationally changing how we're working, how we're approaching clients, how we're approaching projects, and, and all these things, that it's kind of like, we don't know where to start, almost. Yeah, and then you've got that little thing uh, called COVID. Yeah, kind of just, just that little sprinkle across the top. Bit dark COVID. cloud of, yeah, a, the, of a pandemic that's uh, disrupting us as well. So Knocks on a bit of a, like, uncertainty with it all, doesn't it? Um, it's funny because we, we're like really like approaching on um, like change on how we, I guess, like strategize a lot as well through like campaigns. Um, and one of the things that we pulled up was... <laughs> I've seen you comment on it. I don't, I don't know. Was it? Um, is it? Uh, is it Katie Leeson? Is yes, it Leeson? Uh, Social managing, chain. Managing MD of Social yeah. chain. Yeah. So she does a load of good content, um, uh, and like they've got a good podcast and stuff that she does. Yep. Quite deep, isn't it? Like really not, good. Not really similar. Let's um, say similar to. It's probably similar to um, Social Chain's podcast in sort of how granular they get and like the subjects and topics yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Um, it always frightens me though, Katie Leeson's podcast, when it's videoed, that she looks like she's locked up in like a dark room somewhere. I'm always like, do they let her out? Like, Black is she okay? Water. Yeah, yeah. Um, if, you, if you are watching this. Katie, <laughs> please send signals. No, no. Um, but like, creates loads of good content and she posted something about the whole like, um, Formula One version of the Nike advert. <laughs> I've seen you comments on it, which is why it's been sort of brought up as a topic. I don't know whether people seen this or not. Was I nasty? I wasn't nasty, was I? No, you wasn't nasty, but like, uh, very to the point of like, I can't remember what you wrote. Oh, no, I said something along the lines of, it's better to be first and a little bit rough than perfect and seventh. Yes. That was my point. And I think that's what we've been guilty of in the past is when something happens, let's say a trend and you want to jump on it and we go, let's just make it perfect and everyone beats you to the punch. And by the time you release it, it's not relevant anymore and you just look like you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. So because we and and so like we're trying to strategize a lot at the minute on how we approach like creatives and it, and it, and it made me think of this thing with Nike and Formula One. So Formula One launched their version of like the Nike um, promo ad that was like yeah. you know the big one that was like really like the, it's been weren't it like they'd like double like cut the screen hadn't they and then they got two different versions of yeah. of, of a similar how do you describe it two different versions of a of a similar scene. Yeah, 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 and it like folded into each other and all that. And then Formula One did their one. It was basically like a rip off of it. <laughs> it was really shit. It was shit, and I think um, it, 
it was okay. No, I feel, the, I feel bad slagging it off. But no, not shit, but the production values were fine. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think when you when you when you want to copy someone like that, I think you've you've got to do a really really good job, um, if not do a better job than the original that you copied. What I will say though is that that uh, the the Nike advert that's not the first time I've seen that split screen. I've seen it before, but Nike done a much better job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, it was really really relevant at the time. Um, it was it was put out, so it made sense. But equally, the F one thing, I get I get the idea behind it, the concept. It was celebrating two icons in F1 uh, and one of them taking over their record. So it kind of, that made sense, but it was just a, a poor imitation of a, a fantastic advert. It, I think sometimes you can like, and I guess this it comes down to the, into like the strategy and the planning and like the creative and these things that, that you get a load of people go, this is a great idea. But like the difference in the actual creative makes a big difference. So like the Nike one's like, like so punchy and like, because of um, of the actual content and, the, and and what it's talking around, whereas like the Formula One one, like a slow motion of like some tires going around, it's not the same effect as someone like doing something in a football match or Wasn't like the, impactful. The, the, and, and I guess it, it, why do why do brands get it wrong? I don't know, but one thing that um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick up for. The creative team behind the F1 thing. I don't even know who it was. I was shitting on them. But you like, don't, actually, you don't even know what the objective was because the, the objective could have been, let's do one. It, it, it needs to be like the Nike advert, which is not as good. <laughs> that could have been the objective. <laughs> if that's the case, they nailed it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but you don't know, do you? Um, you don't know. No, but I guess the worst thing to come out of a campaign is to be referred to another. Uh, is to yeah. be pinned against another campaign and not be as good as it. Like that's like the worst outcome because then actually what happens through like platforms like LinkedIn and in the industry is that it gets pinned as like, mm, did you see this? There's no thought gone into this. It's just I been agree. a copycat and a, and a poor version of that. Unless it's a parody or it's a much better version of the original, then um, kind of got to steer clear of it, I think. Yeah. Or wait, wait a long time. Go on, Jamie's sticking his hand up. Hello, Hello everybody. I just want to... Uh, Pick That's on something really that you said, actually. Um, and I want to say hello to the people that have said hi, hi to us. Oh, right. Uh, we've got some, so some shout-outs, Jamie. We've got some shout-outs. <coughs> Gaz Terrell uh, on Facebook. Thank you for watching, Gaz. Oh, that's uh, my mate, Gaz. Hey, mate. Up, hey up, Gaz. Hey up, Gaz. I, I used to work with Gaz on the tools. On the tools oh. in Tamworth. Yeah, he was, he was like... Uh, we had this boss um, that we used to work for called John Sharp. Oh, I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm not he's going to be watching, is he? We've got three people watching, and one of them's us. Um, but he, he's, he reminded me of him. Um, yeah. It's a bit of a personal joke there. I'll leave it there. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, Richard Staplehurst, he said, good morning, lads. Morning. Morning. Another creative. I'd love to get his view on the Formula One and uh, Nike. Well, um, he's actually put in uh, IKEA ad for their new catalogue was a parody of the I Apple iPhone, shot for shot, um, which is interesting. Because I think sometimes like when you do it as a parody or taking the mick out of it, it's pretty funny. And I've seen Brad do it pretty well. It's pretty risk-free as well as a parody. That's the point, isn't it? It was a parody. You can right, never get like no. You're not competing in the in the same way as the original was. You're not competing for the same the same form of attention, and or, or necessarily for the same impact. Um, comedy comedy is always a great way to be able to do something different and not um, in, in, in like a lower risk. It just is. Um, same with like you know. Remember the John Lewis uh, Christmas advert with the dogs that ran, jumped out onto the um, uh, trampoline. trampoline and then 
I can't remember who did it. I think Joe. it was Joe, wasn't it? Yeah. Joe did the parody of, um, uh, was it? It was Trump and Trump Hillary. Trump and Hillary jumping on the thing. That got way more views, like by a country, by like tens of millions more views than the original. Um, they weren't trying to compete for the same impact. They didn't, they just parodied the, the now admittedly they sort of parodied the, the actual piece of content, but even if they'd parodied it and gone to the lengths of creating their own shot for shot, yeah. that would have worked like, because they've gone for a different angle on it. They've took something that's more like culturally impactful or like relevant at that point and then, and then gone for it. But there's loads of like cases. Another one we pointed out was the, um, uh, you know, like, like the whole like good idea over um, delivery. So like the government thing at the minute with this whole like reskills stuff has now been rolled out and positioned as just being like really insensitive to, yeah. it's like taking loads, of, basically the creative industry or, or the arts as you would call it really, not creative because I think the creative industry comes into our bit as well, but like the arts of, you know, actors or singers, musicians, um, people in um, the theatre, whether that yeah. be like lighting, production, whatever it might be, just being told to like, go retrain as a coder, you know. And, and really, when you get into the nooks of that, it's, it's a really insulting. shitty thing to say, isn't it? It's pretty it? insulting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, they're, they're, it's not really needed. Not needed, not important. Yeah. And I think then what's being missed as well is like, if you if you um, if you're an actor in a theatre and in a show, more than likely, the route to that to getting a role in those types of things is like you've done it for like pretty much all of your life. You're not doing it necessarily because it pays loads of money or but for fame or for whatever. You've done it because you absolutely love doing that. Yeah, and then when it when the industry gets practically closed down the government do a whole ads campaign of being like Fatima's no longer a ballerina she's a financial consultant like and, and, and the reality of that is that when you think about how people learn and how like I'm not um, I would class myself more as a creative than I would um, anything else but it's like this industry being shut down and then me being told to I don't know go and retrain as a Something else. As a bricklayer, like my, in terms of like handy skills, I'm awful at it. Like really, you're a bit of a hybrid in that in that sense. Yeah. Where like you're pretty handy, but you're really creative. I'm very one-sided on on the creative side of it. So you're just gonna get people who just can't do that, not because they don't want to, but because they can't. They haven't got the that part of their brain doesn't function in that way. What are you looking for? I'm looking at the the um, the images that you're talking about. Have you got some? No, yeah, so I have, because there's one that said, um, it had Boris in it, and it said, Boris's next job could be running the country. He just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> and I thought, that the amount of people and the amount of creatives and graphic designers and people in that industry that came out and was like, right, we're going to tear you a new one. Well, now. that's the problem, isn't it? Is that then, actually, the, the, the campaign became more powerful on how shit it was and how offensive it was, because people started creating loads of memes you know, with yeah. Rishi Sunak carrying like a Nando's tray around and, you know, like that yeah. type of thing where it's like, well, no, we'll play you your own game. And that's where it goes really, really wrong. But there's a load of people at some point who have sat in a room and been like, this is an, an amazing, this is a really, really good idea. 
Yeah, it was actually, I think it was a, a campaign from last year to get people into sort of like thinking more about like cyber jobs. And then they've brought it back at this time where it's like, wow. It's even worse. Industry, yeah, it's, I think it was a bad decision. Like the industry's on its knees. Don't worry about it though, because you can retrain, retrain and do something else. And it's like. It's the same as the, you know, the, the pure gym thing. Like the geezer who came up with that thought that was a good idea. I mean, you know, I don't think it was, it was a localized ad campaign, wasn't it? So I don't think it was ran through like a creative team or an agency or whatever. But even so, go talk to someone about it before you go and do it. Mm. You know, there's, there's so much damage that can be done, isn't there, by doing what you think is a good idea and then not having much thought process beyond the, the impact of what happens after it. We should have got them on. That would have been good. Oh, that would have been great, wouldn't it, if we yeah. could have got him on? So I actually saw this on the radio last night. And you saw, saw it on the radio? About, well, I guess, yeah, I didn't see oh, it. Oh, was you watching it on I was TV? listening to it on to radio. And the guy who, oh. um, they interviewed the guy who, who did it. And the guy's black. And he's now had a load of racist trolling off the back of it. Um, and it's interesting what you said earlier about like the industry jumping on these things. And like, you know, like I, you said about I, like the context and stuff. Yeah. It's, and you know what? I actually, I, I didn't know the details behind it, but I, actually, I didn't think it was someone who was white. I just thought, I don't think anyone could be that like, you know what I mean, like. Um, but equally, I don't think you can. You can't do anything that insensitive, no matter what skin colour you've got. Um, incredible. So, yeah, I mean, what? So, because the notion there is that, what? Because he's black, it's not as bad. Well, no, it's just that he's got a right to do a campaign surrounding surrounding Black Lives Matter, even if it isn't insensitive. I think. I think what it really is is just like you know the backlash that he's had from it. Like he's made a mistake. And it's a really bad mistake. And it's a really big mistake. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah. Um, but he's now literally like can't even like leave his house. Really? Being... I mean that is sad. Yeah. I don't wish that on anyone. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I mean, um, that's an, a horrible I way to end the segment. But um, I hope he's all right and everything. I hope he's all right as well. Um, so I want to quickly take this time to ask for comments, reviews, likes, shares, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Yeah. YouTube. YouTube. YouTube channel. Uh, Lee and Adam is the channel. Top Lee and Adam social media into YouTube. Yeah. Uh, please give us a sub. Yeah, how many have we got, Jamie? Hit the we're like we're button, smash the subscribe, man. That's it. We're absolutely killing it, aren't we? Absolutely killing the game. We've nearly got 50 subscribers. There we go. I mean, that's, oh, I'm actually really impressed that 50 people would want to listen to what we've got to say. Oh, yeah. In fact, no, I'm not impressed because there's 80 people work for us. <laughs> You'd think that, like, you know, at least we'd... Uh, put, put some numbers up get there. Get some traction through the office. Yeah, yeah. Dan, are you subscribed to our YouTube channel? No, you're not. I can tell. Are you really? I don't know. No, he's not. You don't know. <laughs> um, Head of production doesn't care. <laughs> has, has Sam Fowler gave us his number? Sam Fowler's not given his number. Oh, Sam. I, I want to do a, something special with Sam. Sam. I want to do something. We'll get him on next episode and we'll do something. That's a, that's a producer pinky promise right there, right now. Producer pinky promise, okay. Producer pinky promise. Uh, but I do want to move on to one thing that has happened this week in the office. We had to shut down the office. We did have to shut down the office, yeah. So Monday, um, uh, one of the team uh, tested positive for COVID. So then we had to, which and they'd previously been in the office um, the week before. Um, so yes, yeah, so we had to shut the office and get a deep clean and do all that. It's the first, it's the first one we've had, isn't it? I, I mean, I think we've, I think we've done pretty well to get to this stage and not having one. Yeah, personally. I agree. And I don't, I don't think it's going to be the last. No. Nah. Heading into the sort of like cold and flu season now, aren't we? So 
It's. Uh, I always catch loads. I'll be shocked if I don't get it. Like, yeah, you. Yeah, I'm surprised you're still alive. Yeah, yeah. Lee, Lee's got a membership card for the doctors, don't you? <laughs> More for consultants. It's, it's even yeah. worse, isn't it? Um, but yeah, so that's been a bit of a tricky one. You know, we had new starters on Monday as well, and we had to send them home. And um, you know, good experience for induction day. And um, uh, you know, we had to make a relatively big thing about it, like get your stuff, get out. Um, and you know what? We're over cautious with it all because. In reality, could it still be on services? Well, the data says no, but we've, yeah, al no. we've always been in a position where we're like, well, look, we need to like over-communicate, be over-cautious, do more than what is expected of us, and um, yeah, get the get the old deep cleaners in. And But, you know, we're all back in again on Tuesday morning at 9 o'clock, but yeah. uh, I must admit, when I got the call, uh, um, there was a lot of expletives. Yeah. Just because you don't know what the knock-on is. The person was absolutely fine, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and, I, and, you know, obviously we can't reveal who it was. Um, but if, you, if you're watching Dave, get lost him. <laughs> uh, that was just a joke. He's not really called Dave. Um, but, yeah, I think it is, it is a... The worry for me is, like, I, I'm fine. I feel I'm fine. I'm quite fit and healthy. Uh, you know, I look after myself. But equally, I don't want to catch it and then pass it on to someone else who isn't in the family. So... I think a lot, a lot of people at the minute aren't taking it seriously and a lot of people are like, it's statistically, we're all going to be fine, don't worry. But it's still, you've still got to worry about other people who aren't fit and healthy like we are or aren't in the age group that we're in. Yeah, and it's, it's just a knock-on, isn't it? And you don't, particularly with the office and stuff like that, is you don't know, like, I'm always thinking, well, I don't know everyone's circumstances personally. Like, I know their age, you know, and I know that probably, you know, most of the office are of an age where it shouldn't affect them anyway. But you don't know what, you don't know every person set up, where they're living, who they're living with, who they have to potentially care for, what knock on that has. So then, at my immediate thing is, is like, okay, close it down, get everyone out, do the right thing. But how many times are we going to, yeah, we don't know how many times we're going to have to do that. It's, there's no way this is going to be the last time that someone tests positive. No. Not a chance. Uh, so there's a lot of, I think, by bringing everyone back in the office, which I think was the right thing to do, not everyone, sorry, half the business, the, the functional bits we needed back in the office, there's still that level of risk, isn't there, of then going, are we going to have to shut the office down? I mean, you know, you might get to the point where you have to shut the office down once every two weeks because, you know, like already in this building, there's been, I don't know, about seven or eight. Has there been that many? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not start working for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's that many. Um, do you know how many people we started with when we moved into this building, or not? Um, how many people moved into this building? How many people did? Yeah, uh, it was about. F it was like mid fifties. Was it? Yeah. Because we're. Uh, I reckon it's over forty today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's just because There's a lot of people in it. So we're, we'll we'll need by the end of November we're going to be at uh, around about eighty people in the business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. So through lockdown, yeah, we've added like 35 people into the business, which is, it's, it's no, sorry, 25 people. That was it's amazing. It's amazing <clears throat> for considering how many people are losing jobs at the minute. And that's why I'm super like proud to be able to like come through this in a strong position without being, you know, sensitive and having to watch what I say because we are doing quite well and, you know, we should be proud of that. But equally, I think about people who aren't and then think, Am I saying the right oh, thing? Brag area. No, 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 no,
I think we're doing because I'm like, you've got to have a bit of empathy towards people who aren't. But yeah. equally, I still want to like, pat the team on the back and be like, you're doing a great job. 100%. And I think, you know, the good, I think the way, to, the way to spin it, it's terrible, that is. But the way to position that, or the way I look at it, is it's really positive that we can employ more people in a period of time that people are going to need jobs, man. Like, there's going to be a lot of talented people who, who are out of a job just on bad luck, man. Like, you know, and, and, and they might struggle to get another one because there's going to be so many people applying for like one role. Yeah. We've seen it already. You know, We've had it, how, how many, like, you're getting hundreds of applications for a role. You know, we're looking for anyone now. Any, lot, any live, live, live roles now? Um, producers, producers, videographers, production assistants, production assistants. Um, soon to be some creatives, definitely soon some social media creatives. roles. Um, yes. HR role. Uh, data will be kicking in soon as well. Like there's there's um, quite a few. Quite a few roles. So uh, always check the Electric House website, guys, um, for new roles. That was a right horrible plug, wasn't it? But I, I, I don't care. <laughs> people need that. Like, more than yeah, ever, yeah. people need a job, man. Like, um, Hopefully we can give some really great people the job. Amazing. So I want to jump back to something that you said earlier in the podcast. You're feeling the cosh a bit at the minute. You're under pressure. Obviously, you've got COVID rocking, knocking around. We're growing the business. What's like, what's the biggest thing? What, what, what are you thinking about right now? What are you like, what's the struggle? Um, dinner. dinner. Thinking about having dinner. Uh, I think the biggest, the biggest problem we've got, or the biggest challenge we've got is, is trying to balance the, the right culture and then like fulfillment within people's roles and then the growth that the business has. Because then what happens is in the middle of that is your operations. And then when you load people in, operationally that becomes more difficult. And then unless you've got um, the right structure and tools and setup, people become more strained, more messy, more unorganized. And then that in turn then has a knock on of people becoming more stressed, unfulfilled, unhappy. Um, less willing to help each other out because they're focused on everything that's happening right in front of them. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges we've got is as the business grows, um, it's not just about going, let's bring people in and they'll do the same role because every, by every two weeks of the business grows and another person comes in, it creates another part of the business. Yeah, like new teams coming in, like if you think about it, like a, just a brand new team. It's not... Back in the day, when there was like 20 of us or 15 of us, you could bring start a new team, and that new team was one person, yeah? And they would be doing a project, and it would like work with the rest of the business really well. You bring a new team in now, it's not one person. You, you, you budget in to bring in like a really experienced person to then build out a team. And that, that team there has a knock-on of all the operations across the business, and that's what's difficult, is that the, the moment we agree... Um, I guess what people want even as well, like, you know, like um, people put pitches together because they go, oh, we want this part of things to happen in our team. You do the sign off of it and then potentially you've not planned well enough to go, actually, well, that's going to knock on here, here and here. And the reality is, is that we've not done this before. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. That's it. I don't know the answers to it. So when they're happening at the minute, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this is, these are the problems doing the lot. I don't know. I love, that, I, I, coming through, Sam, I, on the, uh, 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 that noise in the background coming through. Is it all right? 
Yeah. No, no one's dying, don't worry. People no. are actually having fun. It's fine. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Stop having fun! <laughs> I, I thought um, it was like a flock of geese going yeah, over yeah. there. That's what um, it sounded like. But that, that's, that's the reality of it, is that we've, we've not done it before. I, I can, like, preach about things we have done and go, this is how I would approach it, and this is what you do with social media and things like that. But in terms of, like, running the business and growing it, I'm, like, every night, every single night, I'm trying to learn how to do that. I, swear to, I was up until, like, 11 last night, sat in front of... Trying to watch watching the fall at the minute on that. You watch that on no. Netflix. Oh, it's good. It's good. Really good. Uh, but at the same time, I've got my laptop on my lap, like doing some work and like half watching it. And yeah, Carl, yeah. what's happened? What did she say then? What, what's happened? And she's then she's like, annoyed. "Fuck's sake!" I'm, I'm trying to like, <laughs> and then she has to rewind it twenty seconds for me to to get a grip of it. Yeah, I think there's an there's an old saying, isn't there? What um, I forgot what it was now. Um, what gets you here won't get you there. Yes. Uh, and we have learned a lot along the way, but we just don't know. You know, we've got to work really hard to understand how we get from here to the what, what we're You know what for. my biggest challenge is? Making sure that the business doesn't eat me up and they have to bring in another CEO. Yeah. That's my biggest challenge. I have to consistently, every single day, try and look for something new to learn and understand and put in place so that in a year's time, the board don't come to me and be like, look, you've done a great job and that, but the business has just outgrown you. And, 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 and then I'm even in a position where I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, you're probably, <laughs> you're probably right. Is, I don't want that to happen. Is that like a really big fear of yours then, like, that happening? Is that, like, the worst case scenario for you? Like, because it's a pretty scary thing. If, yeah, if I'm in a position where I don't want to leave, yeah, of course. If I'm in a position where I'm like, actually, I, I want to, I've had enough now. And that, that's kind of okay, like, okay, yeah, we'll all leave in, in good part. But that ain't, I'm nowhere near that yet, because I don't know what I'd do. But wait, I don't know whether I've learned enough to go and do this again yet. I have no idea. Yeah. Do you, um, obviously we've seen, like, other, like, big founders, like Ben Francis and, um, who's the CEO of, uh, founder of Huel? Um, Julian Hearn. Julian Hearn. They've stepped into, like, different roles in the business. They were CEO. CMO, is there any other like areas in the business that if you weren't doing your roles right now, that you'd actually quite a little have a fancy fancy at? No, I think I'm pretty much where I want to be. <laughs> um, I think if I'll, I just love being in the creative side of things, um, and that's where I am currently. So I don't know. I mean, I, I think I'd like. I, I wouldn't mind um, potentially going into like filming for the original team. I think that would be quite good, maybe as a videographer. I think that would be nice. But that's just like, you know, it's not a dream of mine. I just quite like what they do. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I think maybe... I think when I was at degree uh, at uni and I was trying to get a degree, and I went... So I went to uni and I did... Uh, <laughs> I went there to do law and then... Um, I did six weeks of it and, and changed courses because I didn't know what I was doing. And then I did media and sociology and I quit that as well. And then I quit uni. Probably what I should have done was earlier on realised that I quite liked finance and numbers and stuff like that. So if I trained, maybe I could do that. Separate to that, maybe like operations, like I feel like I'm... Scott's job. I'm a bit of a fixer. So like as the business has gone along, I've been able to put like things in place. But I'll be honest, there's loads of people who are better at all these other roles than me. I've done most, like me and Ad have done most of the roles in this business. Yeah. It's only getting to now where we've bought, where there's people who are coming in to do roles that I have never done before in this business. Um, 
which is actually quite hard because you don't understand the nooks of it. So yeah. you, you don't know whether it's working or not. But we've got to the point where we've employed people who are better than, way better at me than doing those roles. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the whole point though, isn't it? Um, to get people in who are better yeah. than we are uh, and know the things we, we don't, don't know. know. But then that's the fear, isn't it? Like, and this is my point. So at the minute, no one does the CEO role, yeah? And no one's done it in this business. But when does it get to the point where I'm like, actually, this is, this is too big for me now. It's kind of, look, it's kind of the aim, isn't it? Like, I want to grow the business so much and so big that it's, it's way bigger than me and, and it needs more than me to run it and, and more for me and you to, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's yeah. the aim so that we can step away in five, seven, eight years time, whatever. My fear is that it happens in a year's time and I get booted out. And that's not because I don't think I can do the job. It's just, but there's a, there's a, a serious amount of consistent, um, like fear that drives me to make sure that I don't, it, it doesn't catch me up. You imagine it in like, I always like think about it as this thing, it's like a boulder running down the hill, like a snowball, yeah? And snowballs get bigger as you roll them down a, a heap of snow. And I'm like running away from it. And I'm One part day. of the snowball because I can technically, with, yeah. with the other shareholders, vote you out. Yeah. I mean, that's not bad. It'd be like a mutiny, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. So you better start being fucking nice to us. Yeah, <laughs> no, bollocks. <laughs> no, so that, that's, that's my biggest challenge, I think. But as the business, it's definitely operationally, making sure things connect together. Um, I, I'm, again, like, I, if anyone's got experience of doing that, just jump into my DMs. Uh, <laughs> is that a thing? I don't know. It is, it is a thing, isn't it? I thought it was slip. Slip into... Slip sounds... Um, Slide. Slip sounds... Slip and slide into slip the DMs. Slip and slide into the DMs. Yeah. Um, we got any more comments or questions, Jamie? Anything knocking around? We have got a few. Uh, Edwin Ladd from Elite Midlands. Uh, got Hello, a little, uh, little, little Ed plug. Edwin. Edwin Ladd. Edwin Hello, Edwin. Hello, Hello, Mr. Edwin. Ladd. He's asked us what is happening with the awards this year uh, on the Tools Awards. We, we're missing this year, unfortunately. They are um, skipped. Yeah, we've had to skip them, obviously, due to the pandemic. And we did do a Heroes in a Hive's Awards uh, online, which went down quite well. Um, but we're hoping to, obviously, to do it next year. Uh, so I think there's going to be a lot of awards that have skipped a year. And we just felt that we... A lot of people are taking their awards online, and I've seen a lot of the feedback that they've just not been the same. And I think for us to have put the awards out again. We wanted to be able to give it our all. And I just think in these circumstances, we just couldn't. And an awards ceremony or event, you know, or night, whatever you want to call them, they're built on the prowess of standing up in front of people in a physical yeah. format and being like, I've just won this. Um, and having actually, you know, people cheer. And you know what, it's the, the social element of it. People pay good money for a table to get some good food, take clients there, take colleagues there. It's a celebration. Uh, it's a night off. It's a yeah. night off. And, and online, it ain't, you can sit at home with a glass of wine and some cheese, but it still ain't the same. Do you know what I mean? You don't get that same thing. So uh, uh, I'm, I'm glad we're not doing it, mm -hmm. if I'm honest, because I, I think it would be a, uh, a sad version of the On The Tools. And particularly with the On The Tools Awards, is it's a real tear-up. So you go from this mad awards to like online, just not the same. Yeah. 
Wow. It's like a real, really good wedding without the bride and groom, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's that vibe. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so I want to move on now, finally, to the Drunken Brainwave segment, to a little business that Lee's had. So last week we did a business from Adam, and this week we're doing another one from Lee. So do you want to talk to us about Geeked? Do you remember Geeked? I do remember Geeked. I do. Uh, I remember the logo. Have we not got, did you not find anything? No, I didn't find it. You didn't look, did you? <laughs> no. No. I, mean, I was very you, busy uh, yesterday. Um, a prop would have been incredible. Uh, I, I, I looked at home for the actual physical. Oh, okay, yeah. Didn't find that. Yeah. Um, but I didn't look online uh, on my Google it was Drive. The, the reason I wanted to bring it up, because it wasn't the logo like, based around how you like looked. This. Yeah, basically. It was like, imagine the glasses. Is it, am I on this one, yeah? Imagine the glasses. You had uh, the G, uh, the two E's were the glasses. Yeah. And then a K and then a little apostrophe and D. No E. Yeah. Geeks. Um, and the, lo- the main logo was built like that. And that was the main design. It's pink, bright pink. Um, I've always had a thing about pink. Um, it's my favorite color. Yeah. Um, and uh, I... I we did, I did the business idea with a chap called Chris Harris who we used to work with. Um, and this was a, the, um, the exact thing you don't want people to do when they're working with you or working for you. I was basically just setting up a business whilst I was at working at that business. So the printing company was part of um, the, the business I used to work for. was like, um, like out the back and it used to do all the printing internal printing for like banners and designs and all that and Chris ran that and uh, he'd come up with these like sort of like floral based designs and then um, we came up with the name of it and everything but I used to because <laughs> I couldn't drive at the time as well I used to like pack all the these t-shirts that we got printed um, and I, I used to take them into Tamworth for this lady to like sew the labels in um, the geek labels, and then like I had do all the swing tags myself, and got them printed with a sticker, and then I put them in a bag, and I used to walk around Birmingham, going to the different like independent stores, going like, would you like to? I was proper like Del Boy, like, really, it's the sort of thing that me and you would have done together. Yeah. Uh, and I'd unpack it, and then put, and they'd be like, no, nah, mate, and I'm like, no, 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 wait, wait, let me, let me, uh, let me show you what. I, you know, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me show you what I got. I got. This, uh, these are a five out, these are a six quid, yeah. these will be great for your kitchen, you know, like it was a bit like that. And I used to lay them out, um, and nine times out of ten, they'd just be like, mate, can you just pack your stuff away and like, and like, get fuck out. off, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I managed to get them into a few stores, and then I managed to get them online in a few stores as well, and, and they started to sell. Um, and I ran out of money, and, and, uh, and, then I, and then I had a baby, I had Ava, and then I don't know, it just sort of like fizzled. Fizzled, I just couldn't, I didn't have the, um, I basically didn't have the balls to leave my job and go and do it full time. Yeah, good learning curve though. Yeah, uh, you know what it did do? It set me up for when we did the, um, on the tools e-com stuff. I kind of knew where to get the t-shirts from already. I knew where the hoodies were. I knew how to sort the labeling. I'd kind of like got a few bits and pieces sort of sorted. So maybe, yeah, maybe it was a learning curve for... I think I think that's the thing. Uh, and I, I think I put a post out on LinkedIn during the week about just starting something. I think people always think about like, what's the one thing I want to do for the rest of my life? As in like, what's this great idea, the next Facebook, the next Netflix? Whereas if you feel like you want to buy and sell something and you want to just, just go and do it, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, toys, it doesn't matter if it's T-shirts, no matter what it is, 
it might not doesn't matter out. if it's uh, sports clothing available at <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not plugging my, my Depop again but although I did get loads of followers maybe it was a coincidence yeah I got like an what's, influx of like uh, what's your Depop account um, pre-love retro pre-love retro yeah but I got loads what's your um, what's the thing you're trying to get rid of the most at the minute like just it's just uh, just 90s and, and naughty sportswear Nice. Um, but yeah, um, I'm doing a little bit on eBay as well. But um, you've made me lose my train of thought now. What was I talking about? <laughs> just saying, just do it. Like, oh, just sell that it, was like. it. Yeah, just sell something. Because actually, the, what you learn along the way, will it'll put you in good stead for whatever it is you do in like, the next 10 years' time. Who'd have thought we'd be doing this? I never wanted to run an agency. Never wanted to do this. When we started that Facebook page, literally didn't know anything about social media. I just knew that it was like, it was popular. I was like, we should look into that Facebook thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, the only reason I, because uh, uh, at my old job, I used to do a lot of Facebook advertising. It wasn't my job to do it. And no one did it in the business, but I started doing it because I thought it could work for like signing new teams up to the football leagues. And it started to work. So that's why I knew a bit about Facebook when we started doing on the tools. It's the only reason I had any knowledge of like how to even like post or schedule ads or whatever. So there's always something you learn, isn't there? Yeah. Um, and, and another thing I think I learned from that was that like, and that like I'm I'm kind of always up for like, just doing like guerrilla sales and, in the sense of, I'm not bothered if 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 we were to start a business and it meant that I had to like, pick pack, sew, and then hit the streets shop to shop, I'd kind of do it because I know it can work. I know it's not the most sensible way necessarily now with the digital age and stuff. You know, talking this was like ten years ago. Um, but even so, I think like work ethic wise, it sort of built a thing into me of like, like I remember the one time in Birmingham, I was walking around, honest to God, in like pissing rain, like it was terrible. And I was just thinking, all my stuff's wet. I'm going to get it out in this shop and it's wet. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's clothing. So it's, even if they, if they go to touch it, I'm going to be like, sorry, it's really wet. Cause I'm, yeah, I'm peddling the streets here, like a market stall. Do you know what I mean? Whereas now I do, a pop, I actually did a pop up in Birmingham with it. Really? I won a, a comp, I, I applied for like a competition and I won. You remember the old um, where the Yardbird was? Like, what was it called? Um, who's gonna know this? Dan, you might know this. You know, in in Brum where um, the Yardbird used to be, and um, over the back of the town hall, and there was like a building. It's all been knocked down now. You used to like walk through. There's like a like a little, like a middle entry, maybe like, you know, like in town. It was like one of those. Um, yeah. um. I love this part of the podcast. Uh, can't remember what it's called. <laughs> yeah, Google it, Google it. Anyway, and, it was, and I won it and it was in there. And not even that, you know, I set up, I bought a marquee for it. I bought loads of stock. I had my mum and dad there trying to like help me like put it all together. Like, um. Add some friends. I've got photos, I think, of like Phil turning up as well, who, who works here now as a client partner. Um, and we, you know what? We sold quite a bit of stuff on the day. Did you really? Yeah. And, uh, and again, it was like that little bit of a, I love selling stuff. Yeah, yeah. Particularly it's a nice like, yeah, like clothing and things like that. It's a great feeling when you sell something. It is. I, I, I love it. And it's, it's almost like gambling. And that's why I love like, you know, listing stuff on eBay and Depop. And you'll get a notification and you've just sold something. You're like, and you go on there and you're like yes there's a bit of margin on that it's, it's kind of a bit of a miss so look, at the minute we, we have like 
when we win some client work, it comes through into the the Slack channel we've got, the the overall electric house Slack channel, and, and like it pings and says the amount and who the client is, and then people jump in and congratulate whoever's won it and stuff. But do you remember when we used to have the the online store with on the tools at like Christmas? You'd have the Shopify app on your phone, and it would like be pinging every like ching, wouldn't it? You might get five, six, seven, ten an hour, yeah, yeah. and it was it was it was addictive. It was, yeah. I, I didn't used to get as much done. I remember that. I remember when we done that. Um, I think we done a Black Friday sale once. Or it was around that time, was it Cyber Monday, whatever it was. It was a sale day, and um, we'd done this Facebook Live. And this is when you used to be able to abuse Facebook Lives and leave them on for like eight hours. And we'd done a. <laughs> dis- do you remember we'd done a discount? It was like it was, it was like we used that. Um, I can't remember the software. It was like a free software that we used to go live, and it was basically just images of our t-shirts and hoodies coming on yeah 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 designs and that day we did about four and a half grand's worth yeah. of sales didn't we with like an average basket price of about 50 quid yeah. maybe even lower than that like 30 quid or something so it's a lot it was like hundreds of sales in yeah, a day it was, it was and incredible. for free yeah I think absolutely, absolutely nothing um and we got to stage it's about half eight at night we were like we can't if we keep going we're not gonna be able to fit turn it off didn't we we're gonna have to turn this off because it's gonna get to the stage where we can't actually get these out before christmas so, yeah, we ended up making a decision about half eight and not like, we're turning it off now. You know what's funny about that as well? I actually remember that, that one. And I remember, um, because at the time, and this was the setup we had, basically it was me, you, my mom, and your wife. Yeah. Right? And I remember my mom ringing me on the night, being like, Lee, you, you have to turn this off. <laughs> Because, remember, yeah. And we're, we're greedy yeah, going, like, well, one more hour, Sue. Lorna and Sue are the ones who have got to pick, pick packet, print it all. And me and Ad are like, <laughs> nah, like we can't. And they're, and, and, they're, and they're both going like, well, no, like it's going to take us like eight days to fulfill it all. We've yeah, worked it out yeah. already. And we're like, yeah, we'll leave it one more hour. Like greedy, like uh, <laughs> yeah. greedy money men. Like That'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 24 hours in a I day. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, well, that was those fun, are that the was. days, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. We, we just, I still get that feeling now, though. Sorry, Jamie. Carry on. No, no, go on. Uh, Ian Warnby says he's got one of your T-shirts. Really? Yeah, yeah. Take yeah. a picture, Ian. Have to get that in. Yeah. But... Same feeling, though. I, I remember seeing. I seen one person in Birmingham walk past with a Geek T-shirt on, and I nearly lost my mind. Like, yeah. Uh, but it was the same thing when you seen someone with an on the tools hoodie on or something like that. Yeah. You'd be like, oh my god, like. I I seen two people in the in the town I live in, um, who I didn't know. There were carpet fitters wearing our hoodies. Um, and I walked into the pub and Kieran Elliott was in there and he knew them. He was like, lads, 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 lads. He makes them. I was <laughs> <laughs> getting embarrassed. Yeah. Oh, dear. Good old days. Sorry, Jamie, you was going to say something? Was, was, was that what he was going to say? I was just going to say, yeah, Ian Warby's still got a new T-shirt. So they're out there in the world, Lee. You, yeah. You, you, There's you not many of them. Not many of them. I wonder if they'll sell on eBay, on Depop. Yeah, you never yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe you could do like a promotional podcast like deal on. Uh, I'm gonna find some. T- I, I think my dad's got. I think he decorates in one or something. Do you know what I mean? Like it's that type of quality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put them in the uh, bit like our on the tall stuff. No, the on tall stuff was good quality. <laughs> good quality. I want to bring that brand back again, man. I think we, I think there's gonna be an opportunity. Um, yeah. It was working. It was working. We just didn't have the resources, did we? Uh, all the room. One day. I think we're coming towards the end of the podcast, guys. Um, it's uh, it's been wonderful. Um, uh, I'm going to push YouTube again. When we really, really, really want to create a lot of content through that channel. So um, hit the like button, smash the subscribe button, man. Yeah. Um, it's Lee and Adam, and you have to put Lee and Adam social media 
because we haven't got hardly any content out there. And when you put Lee and Adam in, something else comes Some up. Some bloke called Adam comes up. Yeah, Not so. anymore. I did it oh, yesterday, really? and we we're on top of the search history. Oh, Did beautiful. Lee and Adam. Lee and Adam, that's all you need. Oh, Lee there we Adam. go. Just Jamie's solved it. Um, but we are going to start creating a, an insane amount of content to push out through there. Um, all surrounding what we're doing, I guess, um, running the business, tips on social media, um, some not hacks because I don't know there's no such thing as a hack I don't I don't believe but no. um, some processes and strategies so yeah please uh, please follow us on there again if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast please leave a review um, subscribe leave a review uh, we are going to be putting out more mini versions of this podcast as well as we go forward um, uh, and look we're going to be iterating we might not always be live in this office we might be live somewhere else we're not might not always be live but we're going to the main thing is we're going to be putting out lots of content. So uh, please give us your feedback. Message us if you've got any um, feedback on the podcast, on the lives. And um, it's been um, wonderful. I've been Lee Wilcox. I've been Adam Barry, but we need to get someone to close yes. the podcast. Yeah, choose someone. Who's, who's in today who's not normally in? Jamie, you are tasked with going around there and surprising us with someone. You've don't, got, um, don't bring anyone rubbish. Um, and, uh, and we'll just fill with... Yeah. Um, what was the last thing you sold on your Depop account? Yeah, I'll tell you. <clears throat> I, t I sold a Ralph Lauren t-shirt on eBay this morning. Did you? Uh, yeah. Well, it was last night. Um, but how much did you sell that for? It. it was only fifteen quid. And how much did you buy it for? Uh, that one would be about seven fifty. That percent return on you? It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. Always uh, coming. Oh, Beth and more. Oh yes, fantastic. So, Depop would have been. I sold. I sold a cap of coat. Uh, for 20 quid. 20 quid. How much you buy it for? 750. It could be everything. I worked it out. Yeah, it divided it all. And if I sell, sell everything, it's like 750. Uh, hello, stranger at the corner. Hello. State your name. Um, Beth Dunmore, creative lead at large. Oh, wow. <laughs> I like that. It's your, um, it's your turn to close the, the podcast. So um, down the barrel of that camera there when it turns to you. Um, Ooh, is it? Is it going to? Is it already oh, on you? One. Sorry, it's already on you. See that one there? Oh, that one? Yeah, you Ooh. just got to close the podcast however you want to do it. What, however I want to do it? However you want, I mean... Can it be a joke? Yeah. It can be a joke. Of course it can be a joke. Okay. This is my favourite joke ever. What is the difference between a dirty bus stop and a lobster with breast implants? Anyone? I one don't... is a busty crustacean and one is a crusty bus station. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Oh, goodbye, everybody. Oh, okay. That was yes. a great way to close. That was well amazing. Well Bye. 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 Bye.